Today's reading is John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So good morning. Uh, my name is Brian Axelson, and I'm a senior intern at this church. And I'm about to graduate from Seton Hall Prep, and I will be attending the University of Michigan in the fall. I want to wish everyone a happy Mother's Day this morning, especially my mom. Hi, Mom. I finally made it up here. Uh, thank you for raising me and giving me so many opportunities along the way. To do a quick, very biased convenience sample for all you statisticians out there, uh, please raise your hand if you have ever heard of the, Jesus's parable of the Good Samaritan. Yeah, so most people, right? Uh, Jesus healing the men with leprosy. Again, most people. Uh, Jesus going to the Festival of Tabernacles. Wow, okay. So this last example is the only one from the Gospel of John. So to give some background, John's a bit of an outlier among the Gospels. Mark starts with a baptism story suspiciously similar to Matthew 3 and Luke 3. Matthew begins with the Magi visiting the birth of Jesus, while Luke takes a more plebeian approach by showing common shepherds visiting the nativity. Instead of even including a story with concrete characters or details, John immediately takes a more abstract approach by writing of the word becoming flesh. I'm reading now from the beginning of John 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then skipping down to verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So this passage is very characteristic of the Gospel of John, and that is straight to the point. He highlights the nature of Jesus and shows that he was sent to communicate God's message to us. The Greek word logos is what is translated to the word in English. However, it also refers to wisdom of the kind that makes the universe itself function. In other words, right out of the gate, John is declaring that the organizing principle of the entire universe comes to us through Jesus Christ, who brings us life and light. All of the interns today will be working with the theme of thriving in God's presence in the passage I read before. More specifically, I will be focusing on the word light. To be in this building, I think everyone has at least some remote notion that Jesus is the light of our world. Nevertheless, in our modern society, it can be all too easily to accidentally or even intentionally tune that fact out. Temptations are everywhere, and sometimes it feels like every day there is more chaos rampant in the world. In contrast, this statement was Jesus' assertion of legitimacy. To the people who first heard him, it was a reassurance that they were right for listening to him. He was the one prophesied by the Old Testament, the most pure word of God, to put it in terms of how John starts his gospel. However, we can all read this text with full knowledge of how Jesus' time on earth ended, and that knowledge gives this concept of light so much more meaning. This light was something more that did not become apparent until Easter. Jesus was dead for three days but rose from the grave. As the light of the world, Jesus enlightens us of how God truly wants us to live. He has power over death. This is what we should be living for. He was a message sent by God in the only way he knew humanity would truly listen. He brings with him the salvation that is the light of eternal life. I'm not sure if anyone knows the song, Here I Am to Worship, by Chris Tomlin. Uh, when I was assigned light, I instantly thought of its first few lines. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. 
beauty that made this heart adore you, hope of a life spent with you. Jesus was with God, but was born onto earth fully human so that he could shine his light into our darkness. In my life, this scripture reminds me what my ultimate priority should be. I'm not arguing that our lives aren't busy or devoid of rough patches, but instead that there's an overarching context to keep in mind. God has a plan for all of us. Jesus is the light of the world, and through him, and only through him, is eternal life possible if we build and maintain a strong relationship with him. This is the hope of a life spent with you, mentioned by the song. Jesus has power over death, which will allow us to live, rejoice, and praise him eternally. Where we are right now is just one part of our lives, and the next one is going to be even better.